Everybody. Hello, everybody. Uh, the, the weekend after the banquet, Greg still still has color in his face. Stranley still has color in his face. Welcome, everybody, to uh, Down and Dirty with the Badger State Tractor Pullers. We're here every Monday night at 7 o'clock. And the banquet was a huge success. How many dollars, Elsine, were raised for uh, American Family Children's Hospital? Uh, 132000 Wow. Well, and we, start, we started the night with seventy five. That was raised between the raffle and the pull in back, you know, in Baraboo. And we had some tickets donated and, and, uh, by, uh, 
Dean Monty and uh, uh, Chris Feller, and we auctioned them off, and that was a huge, huge success. So somebody said uh, Lemke won those, right? He bought the yeah, he bought the ones from Feller. Uh, was it fourteen grand? Thirteen thousand five hundred, and and Chris Feller matched whatever was they were paid. He was going to match whatever was what they were sold for. That's awesome. So that, that was a twenty-seven thousand dollar set of tickets. Wow. The Bucks game. That was a good game in a suite at uh, Pfizer Forum with, uh, you know, playing Golden State. So that's a pretty cool game to go oh, to. Oh yeah. No, yep. that's and amazing. Jason Rowan and uh, bid him up, and so did Punky. Nick Score. Uh, Nick Score bought uh, one set of the tickets from Dean Monty, and uh, John Holder bought the other set. Okay. Well, you know, we talk a lot about how big the heart is of the pullers and the pulling family, Greg and John, and this is another example of that. Of um, you know, they didn't they didn't want to buy Bucks tickets or Badger tickets. Yeah, they did. You could just go on eBay to do that. They're they're you know supporting American Family Children's Hospital and a great cause. You know, um, for something like that, and it makes you it's got to make you feel good on the inside. I mean, good on the inside and the outside. And then Dale Kwame, who's been a sponsor of Badger State as long as I can remember, Greg and John. I, you know, my wife was telling me that his daughter was the one that was the 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 family this year and she sat at the same table with them and nobody wants to be there for that video. And then she was sitting at the table with the same people and just crazy. Just yeah, way to I, go. So I don't remember Dale's daughter's name, but she did, she did a little speech there and she did a great job. Yeah. Okay. Anya. What's it? Anya uh, is her name. Okay. Yep. She had a bake sale, Jason, and through her bake sale, she sold $3,000 worth of baked goods on her own. And she wow. wrote a check and gave to to um, UW as well. Yeah, that's awesome. It was. It was a great show. You know, well, the, tough, he, the toughest thing you do, I know John might see it too when you're up there and then the, and they show the video or the kid is, you know, the child is talking or something and we've got to talk right away after that. You look out and you see all these big, tough tractor pullers balling and, you, and you're supposed to talk after that. It's tough. Yeah. You know, it was I, hard twice. Twice I had to do all I could to compose myself when I got up there. And the one time there, I barely got her done on time. It was it was hard. Yep, yep. But other than that, everything else was excess. It was the largest crowd we've ever had, 481 people. Uh, the food was great. The part of the band was great. We had, it was a lot of fun. It was a, it was a good, good uh, banquet. Any major rule changes come out of anything, Greg? Like what uh, you guys had to do with tires? Uh, the tires are all, they just got to be measured to them rules that, uh, you know, at the pull, if you show up with the tires to pull, they, they have to be under 25 inches wide and under 210 inches round and at 10 pounds of air. But in 2024, we're, we changed the rule and implemented that instead of 10 pounds of air to blow them up, it's six because nobody pulls at 10. But right. that's, just, that's just been the rule we've always done. So we, we're going to drop it down to six yep. and that's going to be the measurement. And this, did it say something about being suspended? Did that does that mean anything? Did I read yeah, that? Wrong? I, you got to jack them up and put a tape around them, anyways. So that's yep, no, that's fine. I just yep. want to get it all out there. So. Yep, suspended and uh, and then there's an appeal process that we put back. It was in the rule book years ago. You can appeal anything but an on track decision. You know, so you can't appeal going out of bounds. That's the final call. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I want to. Yeah, though I was gonna say something and I'm just not. I'm gonna just walk away from that one. <laughs> I know. Look but at me, friendly. 
10 years ago, I would have said. <laughs> yeah, you're learning control, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm getting old and boring, guys. I'm getting old and boring. So, no, I was going to be. I was going to be at the Badger State Banquet. This is the first Badger State Banquet I've missed in 15 years. And Wayne Purser called me a month ago, and he's, he has the uncle Sam Maud, and he's become a pretty good friend of mine. And he's like, hey, what are you doing December 3rd? And I'm like, well, I got the Badger State Banquet. He goes, ah, oh, I want you to go to Ohio and give out my award for Grand National Pool of the Year because um, I can't be there. And I said, I thought about it. I'm like, I'm not saying no to Wayne Purser. I love you, Elsing, but I'm not saying no to Wayne Purser. So, right. Uh, but, it's a long ways out there. Columbus, Ohio is not close, guys. It was nine hours one way. Oh. So, yeah. But my phone was blowing up from everybody from the Badger State Banquet because of all the PPL chatter. You know, I was getting like, oh, hey, you're at the NTPA Banquet. I heard John Mears is at the NTPA Banquet. And I'm like, well, John Mears is at the Badger State Banquet. So I don't know what's going on. And then all the chatter about how many people. It's, it was fun, kind of. Not that you're competition, but you kind of are the different associations because we're all into the sport of truck and tractor pulling, but everybody's got their own association. And um, it was fun. It was fun. Like, cause I was hearing down that banquet, oh man, there's 481 people at the, at the, at the Badger State banquet. And then that, oh, it was, it was just fun, Greg, to kind of see both sides of it. So it was a good yeah. time. So Yeah. There was a lot of people there and a lot of free drinks and a lot of free food. And, you know, it, it was good. We gave away $120,000 in a points fund. Awesome. You know, uh, that, I, that'll be tough to top that one because we got some COVID money, you know, this year. So, uh, but, and we added that into it, but, uh, hope, I don't, I doubt they'll do that again. Who knows? Well, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, I Cause we're paying what this inflation that we're all whining about that we're paying yeah. it back. So yes, we are. Yes, we are. But we're all in it together. We're all in it together. So, Hey, but, if you're just joining us, everybody, it's Monday night, December 5th, uh, Greg Elsine. John Stranley, uh, myself here, we, every Monday night we get on here at 7 o'clock, talk everything, Badger State, uh, truck and tractor pulling. Uh, we just wrapped up the banquet this weekend uh, up at the Kalahari at the Dells. And last week we talked about, you know, how the banquet's grown over the years and, and just different things. Like It truly is a celebration. It's a celebration of a season, but it's, it's a celebration with your pulling family. And uh, it's, it's something I've been part of for a long time. Yep. It's obviously something, it's a culture that Greg and, his family and all the board of directors have just built over time. If you ever want a, a good story, uh, just talk to Greg on how Badger State got started. Um, I saw Chastain down there because <laughs> he pulls a uh, two-wheel drive truck. And as soon as I saw him, I thought of some of the stories you used to tell me, Greg, that we're not going to repeat on here. But I, uh, it was a hoot. It was a hoot. Yeah, he, he is a fun guy. Yep. No, he was a, a good guy. But it was good to see everybody down there as well in Ohio. Got to see Ken Venny. That's always uh, pretty neat. I I met Danny Dean, Greg. I've never met Danny Dean before. I have, so, I, I've seen him. I've never talked to him. But yeah, I, uh, Von Bauer said, "Hey Schultz, have you ever met Danny Dean?" And I just gave him a big hug. He goes, "You're that beer money guy." And I said, "Yeah." So we took a selfie. Then we started talking about tractor pulling. And I said, I, "I grew up in love with the Iron Elk, Rops, John Deere 4430." He goes, "Oh, I love Warren." And I said, "Let's call him right now." So I called Warren Rop, and he answered. And Danny Dean and Warren Rop talked on my phone about the good old days and. I, uh, that gave me some goosebumps. That gave me some goosebumps, guys. Right. So, pretty right. neat. It was pretty neat. So, all right. So what did John say? Uh, because I'm, I'm getting calls today from people all over the country. Mears was at the Badger State Banquet. What did he say? I mean, can you, it's, I, I can, know you can't be specific, but can you give a statement of some sort? Yeah. Lucas Oil will be around. Uh, Lucas Oil will be around or PPL will be around? Both will be around. Okay. Both will be around, in my opinion. Uh, just, you know, 
they're trying to restructure things. Uh, Lucas Oil is trying to eliminate some of their risk li- liability out there, and by owning the pro pulling league, you know, it, it falls back on them. And you know how the world is these days with people suing for anything. There's a lady that was trying is trying to sue Kraft because the macaroni and cheese took her three five million dollars because the took her three minutes to cook the macaroni instead of two and a half. Can you believe that? That was on the news the other day. So that's well, why you have to just be careful. You can't put yourself out there and risk. That was back to my comment when somebody said they were going to appeal going out of bounds. <laughs> I would have. Uh, that's my new craft macaroni comparison now, Elsie. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <With> white chalk. <laughs> what is the world coming to? You know, yeah. stuff happens. Kevin, it was a wilderness. I said Kalahari. I'm sorry, yep. Kevin, but Kevin called me out on that. So I appreciate him doing that. <laughs> but, but no, you're right. And. I'm telling you, I've been to the Outlaw Banquet, Greg. I've been to the NTPA Banquet this year. And everybody, we need the PPL. Everybody admits it. Because yeah. there's not enough place for all these pullers to go everywhere. I mean, these were the high, highest ranking P- NTPA people that were. They don't, they need the, P- they want the PPL to survive. Because you can't have Bowling Green numbers at every event, Greg, on the national level. I mean, right. you just can't. And that's, nope. and that's, that has the potential to happen then, right? Then we get into... Nobody's getting paid, right? Because there's 40 tractors or trucks in every class. We pay back to 12 or 15 spots. Then everybody yeah. starts getting frustrated because now it's a, a true hook position game, right? Like we've yeah. all we're all pullers. We yeah. know what that's like to be in a big class. Then if this isn't taken care of by January, we're going to the fair convention, right? And not every fair convention or fair manager gives a crap about truck and tractor pulling fans. They don't. Okay. And they might say, Well, I got to replace this Friday night thing. And this show costs 40 grand or 30 grand or a hundred grand, depending upon what it is. Well, I'm going to bring in a freaking demo derby for $6,000. And now your truck and tractor pull is gone. So I had, a, I had my eyes open, Greg, on the true impact of losing that association would be, would be to the sport. I mean, those are the potential scary things, Greg, that could happen. And yep. John, you know what I'm saying? So, yep. We, we, at all the state organizations, we're going to survive. We had, a, we were that. at Louisville. Yep. We had a plan for all the state organizations. Uh, we, we were, we're good. We had insurance already getting lined up. Uh, but I think it sounds every, every week, it sounds better. What, what uh, John and Christy are getting done. Okay. Realistically. So, and don't, and I know you can't pin your, I know you know more than what you're saying. And I, I respect that you're the president of Badger state, but realistically, when will they make a realistically announcement? Like after, after Christmas, you think Greg, or before Christmas, what do you think? I'm hoping by the first of the year, but, and then, you know, stuff you get into corporate America and stuff just slows. I know. It does. You know no, that. No. Well, insurance, contracts, um, all that stuff. And then corporate America also, the holidays, I mean, they 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 between Christmas and New Year's, guys, it shuts her down. Yeah. The whole well, thing. From Thanksgiving on, it just seems like everything is just because everybody has a Christmas party and they get that day off, you yeah. know, and stuff like that. It's just uh it just slows down. I, I have very a lot of faith in, in John and Christy getting it done. I do. Well, I just really wanted to tackle that. And I know you're not afraid to answer that question publicly um, because that is really still the elephant in the room that everybody's talking about. And I really did um, have my eyes open on, on the potential of what that would mean to polling if we didn't have them. Um, yeah. Competition makes everything better. Correct. Correct. And um there's, there's enough pulling to go around for all the major associations. And you're right, the state associations, but those those Goshens, those big events like that, you know, uh, that I'm thinking of, like these, you know, these champion tour type events, Greg, that don't really have a state association to fill a hole. 
on something like yep. that. That's that's what's kind of scary. So so I, I got a lot. I got a big confidence booster today when uh, Christy called me and asked me what classes we're looking for in Macville. So that tells me that she's ready to, to move on and make things happen, right? Well, and I still see the I still see the PPO Facebook page and Instagram getting posted on Greg. Um, I still John Mears wouldn't have drove. He lives somewhere in Indiana, I think, up to yep. up to the hills, just north yeah. of Louisville. Yep. To just to just say freaking high, you know what I mean? If they were going away, I think I'd have my tail between my legs. I'd be running into the woods, wouldn't you? Right. He's a stand-up guy, though. Even I think I don't think he'd run away, but he would come up and tell you if it was over. Okay. John, John, stand-up guy. So is Chris. He's a stand-up person. They're both stand-up people. John's just a lot taller. That's all I'm saying. Than Christy. Right. <laughs> He's from Ohio. <laughs> He went to Ohio State. You got to question his education, but yeah, you know. I can't believe they got into that football playoff. That's a bunch of crap. After they got thumped by Michigan like that, right. is it just a one-win team or what? Now you got him going, Elsie. Unbelievable. <laughs> so, guys, I got to go to my daughter's band concert in seven minutes. So, I if you don't if you don't mind, we do a quickie tonight. Is that fine with you guys? We don't have any guests. If yep, nope, we can. Or Whatever. you guys can keep going. I I just have to log off in seven minutes because I, uh, I it's very important. I go to my daughter's band concert, Elsie. So yes, I understand that. You got to be back by eight though to do your other show, do you? I'm not. I'm not doing the show. Charles is doing that show. So all right. Yep. All right. We have um on Let's Grow Pulling. We we're starting off with Brian Lively. They raised a hundred thousand, I think, with that uh, antique tractor they give away, Greg and John. Yeah. And oh. then, then then Randall's coming on to talk about the wrap up the NTPA banquet and stuff like that this past weekend. And they hired some people that ran a racetrack uh, in Kansas that are going to kind of help do sponsorship stuff. Kind of like what you have to do for the board. You know what I mean? Like the solicit sponsors there, I think they're going after some stuff. Randall's going to explain it all for the NTPA. Like Lucas Oil always had the Lucas Oil marketing people out soliciting yep. sponsors, you know, uh, for the Lucas Oil Pro Polling League. And Greg will go to his board and his members and he asked the pullers, guys, go get us sponsors for the Badger State Tractor Pullers and talk to your vendors. You know, that's, you know, that's that relationship building that Greg really stresses at the at the meetings and the board of director meetings to them to do that. So, OK, so oh, I've got okay. I've, I've got some big news about a sponsorship from from Badger State for next year that I can't say anything about yet, but uh, it is coming. It'll be it'll be good. It'll be, a uh, you know, 20,000 possible dollars. Awesome. Way to go. Way to so, go. Stranley, I saw some pictures of you had an ugly sweater on. I'm gonna go try to find that. Can you talk about your outfit there at the at the banquet? It did, yes. It was a bush light sweater with a genome on there. I'm not supposed to say genome with a gnome on there. Genome? Uh, you can say we can say whatever we want. It's our show. So yeah. Bush Light and then uh, uh, Christopher had a Budweiser one on and Stacy had a bow tie ugly sweater on. It was beautiful. Christopher looked like he had a bunch of Christmas lights on him. So. He did. He had two or three different outfits. Yeah. He's getting kind of, he's getting kind of a kind of, kind of mozzy or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I don't uh, know. Yeah, yeah. He was a candy cane. He's a disco dancer, and then he then he he come back with the uh, with the uh, sweater on finally. Yep. Ludwig is a big feller, and he got he got inducted to the Hall of Fame. Is that correct? Yes, yep. he did. Yep, that's awesome. And so did Lonnie Kramer. And Lonnie Kramer was on the board when I my first year on the board in 1993. Oh wow! I believe, and he was on the board, and he he was inducted also. And his awesome. tractor was the original No Fear Deer. Oh, okay, Baiters. But yep, and they they ran it for quite a while until they went to components. 
So that's that's Creedy right there, isn't it? Yep. yep. He was inducted last year, but couldn't make it to the banquet for uh because there was a death in his family or something. Okay. And he uh they they had him up there and recognized him this year. Yeah, Brandon posted some photos that I'm flipping through these on the Facebook page a couple hours ago. People go on to read through the comments. And what I love hearing John and Greg is people, they love the history of, you know, of how people got started, that they learn about that polar. And I think that's pretty cool. I think that's right. pretty cool. So. Yeah. so, Well, I know the Bader boys don't pull with us, but that's one of the places I like to do a shop tour there because they have some pretty cool stuff in their shop. Yeah, we got to put that down. I actually had people saying that how at the NTPA banquet, Greg, how, how they thought that was so cool that you did the shop tour at Fair Valley, you and John, for this show. So I said, no, I said, they got plans to do way more. They got plans. And I opened up the show with the throwback video from 2018 of the Pro Stocks, and Bader was one of the ones on the screen there. So Yeah. Yep. So there's proof that Big John, there's proof right there that Big John was at the Badger's. That is not Photoshop. That's at the Badger State Banquet. So No, he was actually there. He, he had enough drinks. I... When we were done, he was ready to go to bed. <laughs> well done. Yep. Yep. Uh, Josh Dutton, uh, Sportsman of the Year. Wally Weezy, Sportsman of the Year. Yep. He, he was shocked. That was great. Josh is a good dude. He's very good. Yes. He's got a cool shop, too, we're going to go see sometime. I mean, I, I really want people to see where some of these guys build their stuff. It is really really uh gonna be neat i think it was just gonna take a lot of time and a lot of effort from john and i yep yeah so. randy bader is hoping to be out according to Derek gilbertson next year yep gilby the official hooker of the badger state tractor pullers says because the hooker there he is right there there's a picture of him yeah, yeah. this is um that's some straight bg shit right there elsine john you know stand alive ah, 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 stand alive that's good stuff so. <laughs> yeah it is yeah, but this is the fun. This is the fun of the Badger State pulling family. This is the fun um, that Chris is comfortable enough and confident enough to, to dress like that in front well, of everybody all. Everybody knows, knows there's going to be no critics there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's speaking of speaking of an awesome sweater, there is the Strand Man. So yeah, push light one, yeah. That's the rookie of the year, Lane Meyer, right? Or is that Cole? Which one's that? Cole. That's Cole. And he got rookie of the year, right? No, Cole got the uh, scholarship. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. Cole. I was trying to keep up up with all the Facebook posts as I was driving home on all all the stuff I missed from the banquet. So I uh, I missed that one there. So So if you got a picture of Lane, Lane got rookie of the year. Brother. Butson's got a little bow tie on. That that looks good on Stacy. I'm not gonna lie. That kind of fits his personality, as far as I'm concerned. So right, yeah. like that. right. <laughs> yep. It was fun. Oh. That's uh. So this kind of looks like a mob movie. We got Phil. We got uh, <laughs> you go take yeah. care of that night, right? Stanley? Picture Pete and repeat. <laughs> Wit brother, Jeff Wit and Wit. Sorry, Rick. Right? Oh, he won the points. That's right. Yeah. Willie is always entertaining when you get him in front of people. Very, very yeah. entertaining. Very good. He yeah. Talking on the mic or being in front of it, but yeah, he does he, he does a good job. Yeah, he, he's a dandy. Whenever I see him, I, I just pretend I'm live on Facebook and I go up to him because he's always like, Schultz, get that phone out of my face. Because every time I do that, 
I think I was in Baraboo one day and I was at a stoplight. I was visiting a realtor and I, I, he pulled up next to me at a stoplight and I rolled down the window. He goes, you live? And then it was just funny. He's such a hoot. He's such a hoot. Hot energy. Yeah. There's a two-wheel drive class, the guys that were there for the banquet. I'm just buzzing through these because I got to go to my daughter's band concert. But uh, there's yeah. a pro stock diesel truck champ, the funk, one of the funk and groovins. Funk and moving. Yeah. There's our three six guys. So yep. Some I'm glad John Holder made it this year. He was sick last year. So yeah. Yeah. There's the pro farm guys. Yep. There, all I see is Tracy Paulson in that picture, right? We talked about that yep. before. Oh, so that's, that's, hey, oh, there's her husband. We gotta be careful. So, yep. yep. So there was a lot of questions about the pro farm class and Kenny. Yeah. Mike now on the board and he says he's going to get a six tractors or seven so hopefully that happens by the by the fair convention the deal was uh, if you give me some numbers and guys are going to show up we'll sell the class again if if uh if it's going to be a little light it's hard to sell you know yep so very much and that picture right there sums up the fun <laughs> that yep. the super farm guys have so yep. yep don't get any better than that I want to see some fellers pick up Craig. I want to see the pro stock guys pick up Craig, Craig Ladwig. Can we put that together, Elsie? You guys, yeah. there's enough of you now. Make sure you build <laughs> pro stock tractors. He can help. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. All right. You want me to leave this going for you guys to keep chatting, or do you want me to end it? It's up to you. We have a lot of people watching still. If you guys have more to talk about, I have to walk out the door. Well, John, we can go over a few more things, right? Sure. Just a. Uh, okay. What do you want us to do when we're done? Just hit the leave thing and be done? Yep. All right. So. Okay. Well, love you guys. I'll talk to you soon, okay? All right. Thank you, Jason. Good luck. Concert. So another thing, John, we talked about a, a rule thing was uh, the fuel testing procedures. Uh, you know, the one vote was going to be go all uh, – one thought was to go all uh, VP fuel, right? Yeah. And then uh, everybody kind of didn't want to do that. You know, the, the hot farm class is still VP only, but we just have to come up with a clear testing procedure that everybody can understand. The, the fire thing is there, and we're just going to put some uh, numbers to it on uh, what you have to do. You know, because it is kind of vague, but diesel fuel don't burn like that, some of what we've seen, you know. Yes. And you got to do something to keep it even between the classes. So that is the only class that voted just VP only? Yep. The reason, the reason you, you have to be careful with the fuel, what happens if there's a fire and it's something you can't put out? Yes. You know, or, or it's just, it's a, it flames, you know, you don't have the right fire extinguisher there to put something out that might be in that fuel and somebody gets hurt. That's why you have to keep an eye on fuel. Because I, I guarantee the fuel manufacturer doesn't want to stand behind it if something happens on the track, correct? True. You know, so you, everybody says, well, they'll run whatever you want. No, you can't, guys. You can't. It, it's just, it's not, you, you have to tell the fire department what's in there. So, so what's in the fuel, so you they have something there to put it out if it starts on fire. And if you don't, you open the door to other things, too. Well, if you can run whatever you want for fuel, what about putting nitrous in there? Oh, what about this? What about that? You got to, rules are there for a reason, and that's, that's what they're there for. Safety, number one. Two, right. to keep the competition even. And, you know, fuel's always been, I think, a debate for many, many years, hasn't it? It has been, yeah. And it, it, it's always been an argument. I mean, I, I mean, 20 years ago, the crazy stuff people would fuel, I mean, would never work today. You know, and, right. and, and I know in some of the higher horsepower classes, the fuel that got works in lower 
classes does not work. You know, it won't run or it won't, you know, it just, it's too hot. I mean, you can't control it. Right. Cause you're putting, right. I don't know, putting so much more in. I, I, I wouldn't know. I'd have to ask an engine guy, but you know, you're putting more air fuel into it where you don't really need it. We're like, same thing with, you get the racing fuels and some of the alcohols where they got oxygenated fuel, oxygenated alcohol, they got different, you know, like racing fuel. You can get 110, 112, 114, 116, 118. And, you know, same thing when you get into methanol alcohol, you got M1 alcohol, which is just straight methanol. And then right on up, oxygenated alcohol, you know, and then you go right, you take yeah. off into, you know, the, the top fuel. So that's that, yeah. like in the rule book, it says no oxygenating agents in diesel fuel. It says, yeah. right, but there's guys figuring out ways to put it in there and uh no matter what you do when you make a rule somebody's going to try and work their way around it so and you can't get mad when they do you can't get upset because we've been watching it i've been watching it for 30 some years now in tractor pulling when when somebody makes a rule they want to know exactly what it is so they don't want to know what they can do to get around it you know and so next year you're going to change the rule because they came up with something new it's always going to change like nascar where there's that much money that they've done that for years you know what i mean Yep, it's just, yep. you know, NASCAR, there's so much money invested in to what they're doing. They spent the money to, you know, figure it out and right. push it along. So, right. Just, and we've been, we've been suggested bring fuel along and let it make everybody buy it here and run it. Well, who wants to carry that along? And then the next thing is what happens if your injection pump goes to hell and your, your uh, pump builder says, well, you're running poor fuel in here. You, you know, and then he's going to come back to you again and say, hey, you gave me this fuel and wrecked my injection pump. Yeah. You know? So what do you, how do you, uh, you can't do that. And I know there's clubs that do it, but it's a big project. It is. Yeah. And you got to put somebody to it that's going to stick to it week in and week out. And, uh, right. You know, take for instance, like Louisville, Louisville, they still send the fuel and water for super farms. Yep. 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 So, so your fuel and water. So, I know do whatever you want to do, but this is what's going to be in the tank for our poll. Right, right. Just that class is what's crazy down there is that, which is fine. I, you know, if we pull there, we we bring our own fuel and water along. But uh, you know, it it just makes it one one more hassle because you know you know you know your tractor's dialed in at the dyno on for fuel, and then you got to use somebody else's. You know. Yeah, and it could be quite a bit different. It could be. Yeah, we they say they like in a super farm they'll save fuel. Pump fuel to say VP might be 80 horse sometimes or 100 horse. You know, yeah. that's, you know, them, I know them super farm guys will spend all kinds of money on 30 horse. You and know. it's harder when you're limited, you know, that size charger. But look yeah. at how, take super farm for instance, when super farms come out, what were they, eight, 900 horse? 600 when I started. Yeah. Yeah. 600. Now you add a thousand, you add 1100 horse to that nowadays. Yep. Yep. That's where at. You know, they're, Bounce around between sixteen fifty and seventeen fifty somewhere in there. The ones yep. that got our things figured out, and you know, through the years of dynoing, you know, fifty horse here, ten horse here, twelve horse here. You know, that all adds up. You know, and the right. turbochargers, turbochargers and pumps and injection is is far superior than what it was. Then, yeah. you know, just, just you know. Superarm too. It isn't just horsepower; it's the torque they're making now too. You know, they they chase torque just as much as they chase horsepower. Yeah, you know, make them numbers. You know, and, and just changing your changing your injection, you know, your injector spray pattern just a little bit might 
make you a hundred horse might lose you a hundred horse. You know, that's why you have to go to the dine one try stuff. Yeah. I remember when you get, when you get it outside the hole, that's when it burns the yep. whole piston. Yep. If you, if you advance your timing too much and, and the start spraying outside the bowl, you're going to make a lot of power right up to that point. Yeah. <laughs> and you got to, but I remember Some the old Jerry Lagat at Hypermax, you know, before anybody dynoed, we all bought a Hypermax super farm turbo, you know, and you'd buy this turbo and it's supposed to be better. And you really couldn't tell it is ah, it's a new one. It's the better one, you know, and then everybody'd get it bought. He'd get all of a sudden he'd come up with a new one again. So everybody yeah. had to, you know, that's just how it went. But nowadays, Guys are a little smarter. I shouldn't say guys are a little smarter, but they cost much more. That yeah, I'm going to try it on the dyno because there's turbos out there that work for red tractors and didn't work for green ones, and vice versa. You know, and yeah. if the head flows or something. You know, that just they're just different. Yep, where the head is. Yeah, there's a lot of different things to it, and and well, probably closer now. More super farms and stuff got a lot of the same intercoolers, but when new intercoolers come out too, everybody had a different kind of intercooler and. This one made more horse than us, and everybody was buying that one. And you know, some guys would make their own and make yep. them work too. So, well, and some guys would build them too big or, yep. or too small. You know, it's, it's such a you know the same one that works up intercooler on a pro stock will not work on a super farm. No, nope. they can't no. just put enough air through them. And look yep. at all the classes. Even you know, look at Hot Farm where they started out. What they make for power now and pro stock. I mean. Limited Pro today probably runs more power than a Pro Stock did in 98. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I think back then they were talking 1,200, 1,500 horse for a Pro Stock. And now, you know, some of them are over 4,000 pushing 4,500. I hear. I, mine's not, but I hear that. Yeah. That's not insane. Technology <laughs> in mine. Not yeah. Really. yeah. <laughs> the driver might be 98 miles. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> Right. What was the other discussions going on when I, I I'd take off there to go help with the ceremony stuff, but other discussions, uh, polls, all the polls, everybody wants to go to the same polls yet and uh, yep. sled stuff, same thing. Sleds were a question, you know, that, that some of the sled guys can't carry enough weight legally down the highway to, uh, for the pro stock class, you know, if the pro stock class gets on a good track, a lot of these guys, that's why they're going 380 feet. That's too far. Yeah. That's, you know, and uh, so we're trying to figure out how to carry a weight along, say, if a sled gets there and he doesn't have, he can't bring enough with him. We might have to, like John Mears in the PPL trailer. He's got a semi trailer dedicated, though, to all the stuff he needs, you know, at each event. They have four extra weights in their, in their sled or in their trailer for that sled. You know, most state organizations don't carry that around, but I guess we're gonna we're thinking about it. Maybe one or two, you know. Yeah. But it's uh, I don't know. It's there's something we have to talk about, and then uh, the sleds and what they're doing. I mean, just try to keep up. If you go look at sleds, you know, and you look at some of the newest ones, and and how much heavier the drive lines are in them, the chains and stuff in them are just heavier. You know, it, it might not be because that guy doesn't know what he want, what he's doing. It's just that thing was built when pro stocks were thirty five hundred horse. Now they're forty five hundred horse, and the sled up with that too. You know, they've had to evolve with the time. Yeah. Uh, when we redid our sled, we put a bunch of different things we've seen in there a lot. We learned from Johnny Peterson and Brad Crookton, and and then uh, also uh, Tom Van Heisen's sled. We took something off of there that the Iron Anchor does too. Is if you notice, like Fritz and them, uh, with that, 
he's got the stops for the box in Lake of Jefferson. They, they roll a box ahead and they pull these stop bars out and then put it in there and bring the box back. So the box is like two foot further forward on the sled taken off from the starting line, which kind of really gives the pro stocks more hits right away, but also it catches up to them quicker, you know, reels right. them in a little better. And they've also had to start changing the pivot points on the pans to do different things. You know, they're changing that, guys. I think they're moving them forward is what I think. I'm not sure, but I'd have to look at them. Well, that's going to be one of the neat things. You know, if we go on the shop tour, uh, I've talked to Vaughn Bauer and Brandon Bungart, and we're going to try and do their shops too and see where they build. I mean, that's a, that's a weekend trip there, though. Yeah. You know, have to get some camping gear, huh? Or a tent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a couple. You know, one's going to get damaged on the way. We don't have much of a budget here. (laughs) (laughs) Be sleeping in the pickle. But it'll be fun. You know, uh, I just said, let's just rent a camper for the weekend and pay for it. And and if we go do it, do it, right? You know, Camp RV World, they cost, and they don't seem like much, but try it, right? We We know a guy. We know a guy? Yeah, we know a guy that's got a camper. Yeah. 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 But he's going to be in Florida, I think. Yeah. Probably so, yeah. Yeah, probably so. Yeah. But uh, other than that, what what else did you think about the meeting? Or Our meetings went pretty good. Uh, All the class reps are the same. Got voted in. Just so people know how they do it, each class in Badger State nominates two people in their class to be on the board of directors. And what I always say is, guys, you got to – if you're on the board of directors here, you have to do what the majority of your class wants, not, not what you, you might not feel that way, but if, if there's 12 guys in your class and they eight of them voted to go this way, you have to vote the way the majority of that class thought in their breakout session. So during our meeting, we have a 45 minute time where each class gets together and talks about issues that they might want changed for the next year. Yeah. You know, that way everybody gets do it. put in it. You know, and I, like, uh, I always liked how you guys did that. And even when I was with Tri County, I switched things that way so that the classes, you know, your class voted on what you wanted, not somebody else's class. You know, you got skin in the game in the pro stock class and limited pro, but yep. not the light limited. So, you know, right. why would you vote on the rules for that? Unless it's a, a general safety item or whatever, but that I think that cuts out a lot of bs it does well and then what shorten our meetings up a lot is not having the members vote on stuff the yeah. members class get to vote on their stuff in their class but the actual rule when it's approved and put in there is put in by the board of directors yeah. you know again 90 percent of the time when uh say a class comes up with an idea and the, and, a, and the two class reps come to the general member or the board of directors meeting 90% of the time we go with whatever they want, unless, yeah. you know, like the hot farm guys wanted 24, five tires a few years ago. And we said, Oh, they're all talking. You can buy Firestones for $2,500 guys. You're not going to buy $2,500 Firestones with whole shots out here and, and uh, Mitas and all that. Now you're all going to go buy the $15,000 tires. And this is supposed to be more of a starter class. If you have the yeah. money to tires, go up a class. Yeah. That's what, the way I feel. If you want to go faster, or make more power. Don't try to do it in your class that you have that's really doing well. Don't change it. Move up a yeah. class, you know. Yeah. But everybody wants to. 
everybody, somebody told me this weekend, everybody's vision is down the hood of their tractor. Yeah. You know, and that kind of made sense to me. I remembered that. And I, you know, you have to have, if you're going to, if you're going to be the guy in charge, you just have your tractor off to the side and look what's good for the best for the people. What's the, the great good for the club. Yep. Yep. And that is, it's hard sometimes, like you say, there's something somebody brings up and you don't totally agree with because you can see the outcome of that, you know, what the outcome could be or, you know, that's good. This is a good idea, but this and this may happen if you do that, you know. Right. So right. It's, it, it's hard. Yep, it is. And when uh, I always watch, too, when someone's going to be making some money at this, too, I mean, if they're selling you parts or selling, you know, whatever, and they have yeah. an there you have to watch that opinion i think yeah. I really do if they're if they're actually making a living selling a pull or something and they want the rules changed to fit what they're selling i i generally don't agree with it you know they better give me a pretty dang good reason why they want that done yep and also you know before we do vote on that we're going to talk to a couple other people that sell the same thing you do we're yep. going to you know, get a good view of all this before we put it in there Right, and one thing a lot of people probably don't realize that our banquet day is the only day you can change competition rules. Yep, is the only day. I mean, we can't go back and change safety rules. We can change anytime we want. If there, if we see something that's not safe, we're going to change it right away. But uh, competition rules have to be done at that banquet. You it's know. good though we do that once a year too. Otherwise, you're going to have that's where more squabbling starts, and then you know you got. You know, competition's tough. When everybody there is a fierce competitor, you know, when you're outside the trailer, you're more than welcome to help everybody out. And you need a part, I'll give you a part. And heck, if you need my help with something, I'll help you put it together or whatever. But when you put your helmet on, everybody is the fiercest competitor around, you know. Yeah. And, and still an element in there, but you got to keep that in realm, you know, keep it real. Right. But Nobody nobody minds losing on, the, on an even playing field. If somebody beats me, all even hey i better go do my homework and do better next time but if i if somebody might be doing something a little fishy that's when you get and, you, and that's the job of the directors and stuff in badger state and any other club to make sure that fishy stuff is not happening right. you know and follow through with some of the testing procedures you know and yeah. i know we, I, we're we're as good as anybody about it but we don't do enough either yep you know yeah, and it, yeah. people ask, ask me before when we we're at a poll that they see the tech officials going in and out of the trailers, you know, and I think it was at Monroe a few years ago and, and a guy that was there asked me, he says, what, what's that guy with the Lucas shirt on? Why is he going in and out of them trailers like that? And I explained to him what they were doing, you know, testing the air gate and checking it out, you know, each tractor was there, even, you know, whether it's with our organization or from another one and making sure that safety stuff is in place and working. Yep. Yep. We're, we're, we have to do a little bit more of that too. Uh, we, at a couple of the first events, I feel like we have to not just pull air gates and stuff. We have to get under the hoods and make sure the safety stuff shrouds around the the uh, pumps and stuff up front, your dampener and all that. I mean, that's one of the rules is you have to have a shroud up. I, I'm not going to say the number of thicknesses. I don't know it off the top of my head around the dampener because if that nose that crank ever breaks off, we've all seen them. That dampener weighs 75 pounds and it's scooting down the down the track or towards the people just like a tire would go flying, you know, and probably even faster and it's solid chunk of steel. Yeah. And, and the big, big thing of that too is when you get the Badger State or PPL and TPL, 
name whatever sanctioned body there is. The safety rules are a big thing. And with insurance, you know, where you go to brush poles where there's not a lot of safety there, that's what makes it more expensive for the uh, rest of the pullers and other organizations because they do have it. But, you know, it's uh, you, you can't take that element out of it. Safety is number one and, and families are sitting in the stands, you know. Well, right. And that's something that people don't know. You, when you, if, you, if you want to go out, say, say Lucas Oil is out shopping for insurance right now. You can't just go to an insurance company and buy it. That insurance company wants to see what you have for safety rules and equipment in place before they're willing to give you a number, quote you a number for insurance. You know, yeah. it's not just I can go down the street here and buy insurance for this. It's it's, and then then, then you got to have a deductible. And and then I know I know Lucas Oil has a huge dollar amount in uh, in an escrow account for uh, the deductibles on stuff. I. I you know, I, I'm not, he's not self-insured, but he's got that there. Yeah. You know, I think that helps with his rate, our rate. Yeah. And like when we're, we're there, Lucas Oil, there's 300 events that are insured on that we buy the policy for, and that helps our rate a lot. I mean, I, I think, you know, insurance right now is a thousand bucks an event for us, and I think if we had to go out and buy that level of insurance by ourselves for our 30 events, it'd be. I'd have to imagine be over 5,000 bucks and you have to pass that on to the fair board and they're not going to do that. There's some fairs that are happy to make $5,000 after our event. Yes. You know? So if anytime we raise the price, that gets, so they made 4,000 this time. It, then they're starting to think this ain't worth having these guys here. Yeah. You know? This gets hard, you know, and, and just like Badger state where, you know, you're, you're looking for sponsors and gaining sponsors. They are as well to, sponsor the poll to have Badger State there that night. And the, the smaller the organization, you know, like a smaller venue rather than like a big county fair or something, the harder it is, you know. And it's it is. If in close areas of other polls, you know, throughout the summer. Take take like southern Wisconsin, you're like Brooklyn, Edgerton, Utica. Those polls are like 10 miles apart, yep. you know. So yep. it's it's harder harder to do. Right. And you got, and you got to do something special to get those people to come to your event. Yes. You know, it, it's, yep. it's tough. I, we've all been there and we're all there. And that's something we, you know, we kind of discussed years ago, uh, whether we should go try and steal some of these better events. And I guess what we came up with was let's not steal events. Let's make ours better than them. Let's yes. say make our polls better than theirs. Yeah. You know, I love Toma to go pull there. It's a, it's a party, a great party. But if you're going to watch a pull for real pulls, Hillsboro is better. I, in my opinion, it's a better track. It's a faster show. And, and I, I yep, I think it's better. You know, as far even, with, even with the, the TV stuff, you know, they do TV at both. And I think, I don't know, I've sat through, I've announced one of them year after year for many years, but sitting through the other one, and I love to go to Toma too. I've always loved to go there. And, you know, yep. I had a, Super farmer, if I had a hemi and a mini rod, I'd love to pull there one time just to say I did it, you know? Right. Uh, I'm not going to bring my knife to a gunfight up there. No. But no. it's a good event. But like you say, you know, you, you try and make one better. So, and yeah, we go, and we help, and we send Pat Hack as uh, a great asset to our club. Uh, we pay him if a track needs help, and, they, and some of the guys, it ruffles their feathers a little bit. When we say, hey, can we send our guy down to help you get this track ready? You know, and some guys are pretty proud of them tracks and stuff. But uh, like I said before, 
he's been building that track for 25, 30 years. Well, 30 years ago, these tractors had 1,200 horse. Now they're at 4,500 horse. We have to build them. Just like yeah. be different, the tracks have to be different. And, yeah. and in the old days, they, used to say they wanted them tracks hard as a rock. Well, no, you don't want that anymore. You know? No. I'd rather have the skiest track that almost pulls your shoe off. Because, you know, you know it's going to take horsepower. You're not going to over rev the motor. You're not going to hurt the tires. Um, yep. You know, and the sled can get a hold of it. Yeah. If the sled can get a hold of it, the tractor can get a hold of it, then you've got a good show going. And you got a real show. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's something that that we need to address a little bit more as helping with these tracks because it's because if you wreck stuff, if the tractors get wrecked because of the track, I mean engine parts, you can't just go get them anymore. They're hard. To get. Carl Conn waiting on an injection pump for his pro stock for two years because on the case, the pump turns a different direction. I guess I don't know the case or not, but that's what I was told. And in case pro stock out there and he and he wants to stick with a case block which he had recast and he's got a beautiful tractor there he's got to get it finished yep that's hard yeah and like yeah. ours for instance when we go to tracks like that most of us guys with our stuff that's smaller and high horsepower you get a track like that i got every last weight i own on the nose because it's got to be there because it's going to be stood right up yep yep you can have a track that doesn't hook and you got it all in the back and you're not picking it up well, I think people would rather see us standing them on end and, and hanging on to them for our life, you know? Right. Well, and that's some of the lighter class tractor classes, too. People probably don't realize that guys put all their weights up front, and then you always run around your draw bar at 20 inches because that's your best pull down. But yep. you can't get enough weight in the front. You better your draw bar a little bit so you can dry, drive it. Yep. No, and that's the, that's the trick of it. And the other thing is, you know, take like a – a 540 light pro versus a 10,000 pound pro stock. The pro stock's getting in deeper into the ground than like the 540 is because it's that much lighter. And you got a lot of wheel speed. You know, the wheel speed's probably not too far off, but right. it's a lot lighter and trying to get it to hook. Right. Well, you know, and even uh, I had the boys pull with the light pros in Macville a couple years ago. Uh, they were there and they, the guy said, I'll just jump in. We don't well, Avery got second place. And uh, it's part of it was because them guys really had to get after them with them big turbos to get them spun up and get going. Well, Avery could drive it out with a, with a small turbo on a 4.1, you know, but it's bigger cubes. But you could yeah. drive it out and just walk it out and get going on that track, and and, and that's the difference. So you, you wonder, you know, it, but you, you couldn't compete in that class all day long every year, all year with uh, with a, a 4.1 turbo on a 540, yeah. you know. So it, it's, you, know, you want to see it, put smaller back on so you can drive it. Well, no, them, them guys are going to get hooked up and they're going to take it to town. Yeah. So it's, I think I remember Avery doing that. You guys run the same weight as they did too, didn't you? You took the weight yeah. off. Yeah, me, yeah. there's no weight. He had pounds up front, you know. Yeah. But he, he liked it. He said, I'd rather drive in that class. That was fun. Had all that weight in front end and ear, dancing all the way down the track. So, yeah. Yeah. He's got to change everything, man. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. whenever they're driving, I met their kids, right? Yep. <laughs> no, well, it was good. Yeah, there was just a few things like uh, Adam was talking about the rules. I think a lot of that you covered, so there wasn't much other changes for rules. And uh, yep. it seemed like a pretty harmonious group coming out of there. 
It was a pretty happy group. You know, everything's, everybody was happy. Everybody had fun. Uh, the hotel was sold out or there wasn't a room left in the place. Uh, and yeah. uh, Tim uh, from Dubuque, uh, Tim, the president of the ECI guys, uh, Vorwald. Yeah. He said, he's up there. He says, I think I got to step our banquet up a little bit. He said, you know, so I, it's you always hear, you hear, I like your people to come and say what they're doing. And I like people to learn from us too, because they make it all better. You yeah. know, our yeah. first banquet, the first time I went to one, it was in Janesville. And I don't think there was 30 people there. I yeah. really, I each per I, my points check for running all year, which was only like five hogs. It was $160, you know, so it, it's, it's you know, it has. So, but we made, we've been friends. I made good friends that day and I'm making good, I made good, new good friends this year uh, at the banquet every year. I'm, I'm, I'm getting old, can't remember names, but, uh, you know, you make good friends all the time. You can't put a dollar amount on that. You can't, you know, and, and, and the, the people that we're with, that we pull with every day as family, every person that got up there and accepted their championship or any award they got talked about the Badger State family. Yes. They did, didn't they? And yes. I bet, I'm glad we got tears in his eyes, that big burly bad. And yeah. uh, so did everybody else. You know, they all get choked up. You know, you did too when you're, and you, you're a professional at this and you got up there. And it, it's hard to get in front of people and talk about your feelings. Oh, it's the hardest thing to do, yeah. Very it hardest. And, 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 and then, speaking from the heart. Yes. And then the don't, you know. Um, a couple of them chattering, you know, and I told them about a little story that I told Jared Ripman. I said, hey, I said, I got this figured out for you guys. You, I know you don't like talking to me up there, but the only way you can not get away with it is not win. So, you know, <laughs> get close to second place, shut her down. Right. Right. End of the year. That's why I didn't want to get up there and talk. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. You're embarrassed. You didn't want to get up there. I'm not talking to him. Right. Right. <laughs> He's got that hideous sweater on. No way. Yeah. Well, I can tell I can tell Stacy Strutter's itching because he was trying to sneak back to the back to the fire brick wall behind him and scratch his back. <laughs> I was laughing. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen that too, yeah. Itchy sweater, yeah. But the other thing I like too, John, is the generations of pullers, the Meyer boys that were both on there. They were in, when I, they were baby baskets at one point coming to the polls. You know, my kids yeah. were in and Brinkmeyer boys and uh, everybody, you know, all the kids that you know that are new and coming in and they, you see them come up, the my, you know, they're all the all the Meyer boys and stuff, you know, that families and three three generations of pullers driving that one tractor you know Cole and Lane Meyer were driving grandpa's tractor and then dad drove it and then the boys are driving it yeah that's really cool to see and to to be around and see all that is a huge thing and and I remember when they were little and Kathy was up helping me with the books and I was announcing and I think we're at uh, Pecatonica and the boys were playing in like a sand pile right behind the announcer stand and she could see them right where they were at. And next thing you know, they come up to the top there and one was missing a shoe. You know, she's like, ah, really? <laughs> I think you're like six and seven or something back then. And then, you know, now here they are driving the tractor and they're good boys and they work hard and, and uh, grandma lets them drive and they work on that tractor just as proud as hell, you know? Yep. That's good, should be. 
Nick Gallitz is pretty told about Nick Gallitz. I, I remember him drawing pictures of all the tractors sitting up at the announcer stands with Kelly and you and whoever else was up there. Nick would draw pictures and he knew every tractor where it was from and what it did last night. He knew what it was doing last year because I, if, if I was announcing, like when they're in Super Farm, and oh yeah, last year Greg Elsing won this poll last year. Da, 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 da. I'll say he tugging my shirt. When I get done, I look at him and I go, "What? What's up, Nick?" No, no, Greg didn't win last year. Al Wright won last year. That's what, you know. But he was right. You know, Kelly would go back in the computer and look, and she's like, "He's spot on." You're right. He, yep. He remembered all that. Yep, and he'd look up from his coloring crayons when I was up there, you know, and he'd watch it, and he'd go back to color and tell you, and he'd tell you what he thought, or yeah, as he can. Yeah, but, uh, but I that's what I enjoy, and I remember, you know, all these younger guys coming up and taking over, you know, and then uh, I really do like it, you know, and it it it's good, and that the parents are with them, you know, when you work with them. my boys could take an engine apart when they were twelve years old with me and help put it together, you know, and work on stuff, and uh, not not many families have have that opportunity to spend that quality time together and that's you know, sometimes right. it's not because they get mad at me because <laughs> <laughs> <I mean, laughs> yeah. well, that's the key family together and what you're doing what yeah. i really like is the firsts seeing the firsts that show up either someone new coming and they win their first badger state pull or or like your your kids pulling it's the first time that they get to drive or first time that they won their class or right. win a championship or something. That is kind of the, the neatest thing. You, you know, you, you remember that Snapchat, you know, that picture, you know, of, of that day. It's just, it's really neat to watch unfold. It is. It is. And just uh, the memories you made. And even if, you know, just traveling with people, even if you didn't, you aren't pulling that day, but you meet somebody and, you know, I had a puller a few weeks ago. His truck was broke down and he was from Illinois and he's one of his truck drivers up here broke down at the co-op down the feed mill. He asked me if I could go down and get it fixed. And I said, yeah, I'll go down there and get it fixed. You know, we'll get it, get it moving again. You know, and I, and I know if I had something like that happen, somebody would do it for me too. You yeah, know? Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. Yep. yep. So, uh, the whole family part is the people that you meet along the way, you know, since yep. I've been a kid, you know, pulling my dad so many years and, if he wouldn't have got me into this sport, I'd have never met you guys, you know, never yep. run into the people that I have. And so I kind of hold that to him. You know, he's been gone 12 years now and, and my boy's driving. Boy, I could already see him smiling, getting in the truck, going to a pole, you know, with this. And, yep. You know, but yep. That's, here's over there, but yeah. Right. It's all, it's all fun and think the haulers and everything have gotten different from the old. Remember, everybody used to come in with a pickup and a gooseneck, and now everybody's got semis and big trailers and haulers. But yep. it is right. Times times change, but boy, even us too. You had an open trailer back in the day, and and we got enclosed trailers to throw the the tractors into. You can keep your tools in there. Everything's dry when it rains, and the bugs are off of them, and so much better. You can stop somewhere and eat dinner. Nobody's gonna mess with it. And, Yep. So I was at, uh, I was out out a couple of weeks ago, and some some lady that had never been to a tractor pull before had been to the one in the Bearboo Fair. She came in and she said, "I didn't realize that the haulers and everything. What's good? She'd never been to one before. What you guys do?" And now she's a fan. Yep. You know, 
she said she was more impressed with some of the haulers than actually the pole. She, I don't know, whatever. Everybody's got their thing they look at, right? Yeah, there's some nice one, ones. One thing I always talk about now, now the haulers, who had the biggest haulers isn't the main thing anymore, right? It's who flies in on the biggest private jet. And yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, one, yeah. One told I was down at, uh, I think it was Louisville last year, one puller said, talking about his new plane, and he said, yeah, his plane will fit in a cup holder of mine. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, so that now is, these, you know, I'm trying to compete this game with clowns, but uh, yeah, it's all fun. I can only imagine what that checkbook looks like with the zipper on it. Right. Yeah. You got to put the zipper out. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't have one of those. The big one. Yep. The big book. Yeah. Holds about four checks in a row. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'll never know. <laughs> nope. So. Other than that, so, anything else we could bring up, or we got a couple minutes. Yep. I think uh, I think it was a fun weekend. It's great. Those that are watching that don't get a chance, anybody can go to the banquet. So keep yep. an eye next year, and and if you're interested in coming, get yourself a ticket and show up. And uh, it's a fun night. It is a great night, and, I, and the good good part about it is it's it's actually an event. You 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 see your competitors get awards and. And you can sit and chat with guys that you don't get time to in the summer. Right. You know, you're going from the pole, we gotta load up, we gotta get home, we gotta start early in the morning, we got this to do, you know, you're it's busy all summer long, and you finally get a spot where the trucks and tractors are parked, and we can all sit and chat and have a couple of drinks and relax. Right, right. The one thing we didn't talk about is Tom Gallett's winning the raffle again. He's won again twenty five thousand dollars twice. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. He's got a horseshoe. <laughs> he doesn't have to steal that from him sometime. <laughs> yes. yeah, believe it when you write his name off. Yeah. yeah. Happier. He, and I don't think he buys a lot of tickets either. You know, he just got uh, a I could do him. I think he sold like three books. And I think he ended up uh, selling one ticket out of the last book. And he ended up buying four. Oh, he, he was telling that he bought one. He put Kathy's name on one. And, and, uh, Two kids on the other two, and that was yep. it. I think we're on the other ones he's, he's talked, right? Yep. So. So. Well. So I think we're good, huh? You bet. Yes. So. We'll be working on different things. We'll have a shop tour next week. I guarantee it. We will have a yep. shop. So somewhere. It might be live. might be recorded. We'll get one done. Yep. All right. So. Sounds good. All right. Thanks, John. Thank you, everybody. See you later. Yep. Thanks, everybody.